morning, I want to welcome you to the Messenger Angel Podcast with Chairman. And um, today, today is July the 16th, right? Yes, 16th of July. Okay, so we have gone into the second half of the month. And it's been an exciting journey. I hope it's been an exciting journey for you so far. Okay, so let's go right into today's topic, which says, Reckon yourself alive in Him. Praise the Lord. Okay, as um, thing verses from Romans chapter 6, verse 10 to 11. And I read, For in that He died, He died unto sin once. But in that He liveth, He liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise the Lord. Just like how Jesus died and live and rose to live unto God, we should also see ourselves as being dead into sin, but alive unto God. Praise the Lord. Because the Bible says as it is, so are we. Alright, let's continue. The word reckon in the scripture above is logizomai in Greek. Okay, that's the Greek word. Remember, the Bible wasn't written in English language. It was translated from the Greek language or Hebrew language. Alright, so the word reckon is logizomai in Greek. It's an accounting term. It means to count or record something to be so. To record a number with a sum. For instance, Mark 15, 28 says, Jesus was numbered, in bracket, reckoned with the transgressors. Jesus wasn't a transgressor, yet he died between two thieves. He was numbered with the transgressors, praise the Lord. And you know how the Jews crucified him amongst two other thieves. Okay, and that was their way of crucifying thieves in the Bible days then. Okay. Now the Bible says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Romans 6, 4, again, praise God. When Jesus died, he died in and with him because he had died in our place. He was on the cross on behalf of everybody that ever came to this world and that will ever and that will ever come to this world. So even before you were born, he died for you. He died for the whole world, including those who are unborn. He died for everyone and he took up his sin. Remember when he was on the cross, he said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because God turned his back on him. Because he had taken upon the sin of the whole world and God has nothing to do with sinners. So he turned his back on him and that's why Jesus cried on the cross saying, Eli, Eli, you know what he said? Yes, so, so he took upon himself, the Bible says, he who knew no sin took upon himself the sin of the whole world. Praise the Lord. This is so remarkable. Sometimes when I think about a death and the... Um, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, you know, sometimes I weep, I see myself wanting to cry, I see myself crying, I see myself being in sober mood, you know, because how can one man do this for the whole world, you know, it's like people who he doesn't even know, apart from the ones who were there with him, remember the Bible says, even for those who were unborn, that means you and I, but he still accepted the cross, he still accepted it. Huge. 
verse here is talking about when he says, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, you can now declare, I am dead to sin and I am alive to God. Praise the Lord. I am dead to sin and I am alive to God. You can make up your mind to be so. Remember by the righteousness in Christ Jesus. Okay, so this should be your constant confession of the word. You may not feel like you are close to God, but the question is, are you born again? If yes, then take it to account. Reckon that all that Jesus did was for you. He did it for you. Don't say he did it for the whole world. You are part of the whole world. So remember, he did it for the Bible says he bought, he purchased the field with the price of his own blood. So you were bought with the price. The price is the blood of Jesus Christ. So instead of saying, I am so weak, I'm not able to resist temptation like some other Christians, reckon or consider yourself to be dead to sin. Don't think, talk, or act like someone who is struggling with sin. You know, some people would always say this, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Oh gosh, I hate that statement to passion. What do you mean by that? As a Christian, you don't even operate in the physical anymore. You operate with your spiritual being. Your spiritual mind should always be alert. Learn to dwell more in the spiritual and not in the physical. But we said, yes, though we are in this world, but we are not of the world. We should not be after fleshy things. So don't you dare say the spirit is willing, but the body is the soul. Or what the body, how do they even coin up that terminology they always use? Please let's not talk like them. And that's why he says, yeah, don't think, talk, or act like someone who's struggling with sin. Change your way of thinking and accept what Jesus did in your behalf. This consciousness will empower you to live right. Yes, the moment you realize that this that Jesus did was for your sake, you would feel responsible for the life that you live. Praise the Lord. Imagine if somebody, imagine if you had committed a crime, okay? You had done something that required jail time and then... Maybe your father or your mother decided to take your place because they wouldn't want it. They wouldn't want you to. They wouldn't want to see you go to jail, right? Because they believe you are very young. You have your life to live, and they have lived most of their life. So you go and live your life. Let them take the place for you. Yes, I've seen it happen in a movie, actually. Okay, and so the mother goes to take your place, or your father goes to take your place in the in um to, for the charges, right? And becomes convicted for the for the case or whatever it is. Wouldn't you feel a certain type of way? Like, wouldn't you feel like you owe your life to your mom? Not just because she's your mom, because of what she had done for you, the sacrifice she had made for you. Wouldn't you feel like you owe your life and you would want to do everything to please her? You would want to do everything to make her happy because you know it's more like you're indebted to her, right? Yes, that's how it is with Jesus Christ. He had already purchased you. You don't belong to yourself anymore. You belong to him. You are one with him. Praise the Lord. You are one with him. So the sooner you realize it and you have this consciousness, your life, you would find yourself living right. Praise the Lord. You would find yourself living right and not having any problem with sin. Praise God. So use your mind. Reckon yourself to be dead to sin. Let it be your present hour mentality. That's the practical way to be in sync with how God sees you and how he thinks about you. You were in Christ when he died. You were in him when he was buried. And you were in him 
when he was raised from the dead, he sees you alive in him now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What a um what a powerful revelation. Some people don't even know this. They don't even understand the in-depth of Christ's crucifixion for the whole world. They don't understand their own their own role as a child of God. The moment you became born again, you're no longer of your own accord. You became one with Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So let's learn to live in that consciousness. Okay, recognizing the significance of his death and resurrection. So let's learn to understand that. Praise the Lord. Okay, so I have um, the further study here, but you're going to have to read them on your own. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1, Romans 6, 4, Romans 6, 10 to 11. Okay, get out your Bible, open up your scriptures and begin to read them. Alright, praise God. So, um, we're going to take the confession right away. I want you to repeat after me. I am alive to God and I belong in the kingdom of his dear son where I reign and rule by the power of the Spirit. I walk in the finished works of Christ, being the direct beneficiary of his vicarious sacrifice. I am strong because he is strong, and I live because he lives. Blessed be God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so, uh, some people may not um, understand this but now that you have gotten a, a, a grasp of what you know the significance of Jesus Christ's death was about right yeah I want to call make a call a call of salvation if you are not yet born again you haven't been living right for God you haven't been living for him you have been struggling with sin you don't even know what it means to be born again the Bible says, For with the heart man believeth, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Praise the Lord. You have to believe in your heart that Jesus died for you. Then you go ahead to confess it. Some Christians have been living their life and they have never made the prayer of salvation. They call themselves Christians, going to church. Yes, I believe in Jesus. Yes, that's what they will tell you. But have you ever said it? It's not about believing alone. You have to make the confession. Because that confession, that confession reunites you with Christ. Praise the Lord. It makes you one of its own, the member of Christ's body. Once you have said it with your mouth, you have to open your mouth and declare. And that's why we make these confessions daily. Because you have to proclaim. You have to declare. You have to confirm with your mouth. Praise the Lord. So, if you are not yet born again, I want to lead you to Christ through this step. It's the Bible way, just the salvation prayer. And that's all it requires. Believing in your heart first. And as you say these words, please believe them with all of your heart. Or if you know somebody who is not yet born again and needs this salvation prayer, you can just play this message for him. It's very simple. It's as simple as that. Play the message for him. Get the person to take salvation prayer. And that's it. So repeat this words after me. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart. In Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, I believe He died for me, and God raised Him from the dead. I believe He is alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. From this day, through Him and in His name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. 
Congratulations, you are now a child of God. That was just all it took. Now you may be asking, okay, so what do I do with this Christian life? There is a book I'd like to request you get. You can send me a voice message if you're interested. I would send you the e-copy of the book. It's called Now That You're Born Again by Reverend Chris Oyakilumi. It teaches you the new Christian life, what it means to be born again, how you should live the life, what life is it actually that you're living, what's life, what is the born again life, you know? It teaches you these things. There will be so much for you to grasp and learn. It teaches you how to live that life of Christ. Praise the Lord. It's a small book, very mighty. Praise the Lord. So I recommend you get that. Send me a message and I'll send you a copy of the book. Alright? God bless you so much. Keep winning. Keep being productive. It's a month of productivity. Irrespective of the situation around you, don't use that as an excuse not to push yourself. Go ahead and do it. It's a year of perfection. You can perfect whatever skill you have. You can perfect anything you want to be. Praise the Lord. God bless you all.